ghost band horror host here, the ancestors. It never stops raining at the new house. When you are upstairs, it sounds like hundreds of pebbles thrown by many little hands onto the pointy roof. We can't go outside to play, so we play indoors and amuse ourselves with the toys. They begin, they belong to Mayo. She is happy to share them with me. My parents never knew about Mayo, but she's my best friend and lives in the house too. Mayo has been here a long time. When Mama used to go upstairs to put clothes in my drawers, or Papa knocked on the door to tell me where dinner, uh, dinner was ready, Mayo would hide and wait in my room until I could play with the toys again. Mayo sleeps in my bed too, every night. I wish I had hair like her. Mayo's hair is long and silky. She puts her arms around my, me and hugs me. I am covered by her hair, tucking itself under my arms and winding around my neck. Her hair is so warm, I never need the blankets on my bed. I think her hair feels like black fur too. Like big curtains, she pulls her hair across her face. So all I can see is her little square teeth. How can, how can you see through your hair, Mayho? I asked, once asked her. She looks so... You look so funny, she just giggled, and with her teeny fingers, the toys like to touch her hair too. They stand and sway on the bed and stroke it. In the daytimes, the toys never do much, We still, but we still go looking for them in the empty rooms in the secret place that Mama and Papa never knew about. When we find a toy sitting up right in the corner, or standing still after stopping dancing on those tiny fast feet, we talk to them. Toys just listen. But they can hear every can hear any, everything that you say. Sometimes they smile, but at night the toys do most of the playing. They always have things to show us new tricks and dances all around the bed. I would be fast asleep, but a little hard hands to touch my face, cold breath will brush my ears, as if, as they say hello, hello. Until I wake up, at first I was scared of the tiny fingers on the bed. Oh climbing tugging on the sheets i i would run and get into bed with mama and papa but mayho told me that the toys just wanted to be my friends and play mayho says you don't need a mama and papa when you have so many friends i guess she's right parents don't understand most of the time they think about them other things that's why they haven't been they weren't needed for playing mayho told me that when the other children who lived there grew up and left the house, all their toys stayed behind. It's an old house, so there are lots of toys. Mayhew never left either. She never had, never left friends like I did when we moved out here. I told Mayhew my parents made me move. See, see? She said, parents don't understand about friends. That's how much we love your, our friends. How special... Secret places are to us. We can't have... You can't just leave them because Mama, Papa's get new jobs or you you are sick. It's not fair. Who says things have to change and you have to go to a new place where you're... when you're happy where you are? I don't want to move here. I don't want to move here. I was scared of new school, but since I made friends with Mayo and toys, it isn't so bad. I like it here now. I will never go 
to that school. Mayhem wants knows a way round that. You show me soon. The toys will help. There are so many toys. We find them everywhere. Beneath the stairs, under the beds, in the bottom of trunks, behind the doors, up in the attic, and looking through holes. You never know what they're going to sh- when they're going to show up. Most of the time, you have to wait for them to come to you, and sometimes you can hear them moving around. Mama thought he had mice in the house, and Papa put traps down. Maya was hungry. Angry when she showed me the traps in the kitchen and the cellar. Toys don't eat colored seeds, she said, pointing at the blue poisonous oats. But sometimes the dark, they dance too close to the snapping toy snap traps. Twice we had to rescue them from the morning before the morning. A dolly with a china face got one of her long arms stuck in a trap in the pantry. She was squealing and her thin arm covered in black hair had snapped. When we freed her, Maya picked her up and kissed her cold face. When she put the toddy back down, the dolly ran behind some bottles. We didn't see her again for three nights. Then the old thing with a black face and whitish beard got his pinky tail all smashed in a trap by the mop and dustpan in the cellar. When we let him loose, he showed us teeth as thin as needles and we called. then he called away. Three nights back, when Mama and Papa were supposed to be sleeping, I know I saw Mama, Papa. I know Papa saw a toy. There are plenty of them out at night, skipping mostly. The first of them came out of the fireplace. Hello, a little voice said to me. It's only dozing, because I was too excited about playing. So I wound Mama's silky hair off my face. It goes in my ears and my, up my nose too I sat up on my bed hello I said to the little thing down on the rug they don't like the lights so you only see them properly when they're real close but even in the shadows I knew I'd seen this one before he was the one with the top hat and little suit he says his shirt is white but his face is all round his eyes are black and shiny like marbles he went round and round in a circle skipping feet in a room I could smell sneezes and old clothes but Mama Maya is right you used to the smell of toys she sat up beside me and said hello a toy stopped his dancing and said hello when we heard the drum but he couldn't see the magician he was in the room with us under the bed I think he am playing his leather drum. He shines like brown shoes. I once saw before the, from the alligator. He creaks like an old gloves when he moves, as usual. When we when we played the drum, the clown in the dirty blue and white pajamas came to dance along. All around the bed he went with his shabby arms thrown up towards the ceiling, his head flopping back, his mouth all stitched up and his eyes as white and a bubble at his cloth face. I leaned over the bed to, to get a better look. Best not to touch him, Mayo whispered into my ear. And a coldish breath made me shiver inside. He's very old. He once belonged to a boy whom he loved very much, but he was taken away from the boy by parents. So he climbed inside the boy's mouth to fix a broken heart. I wanted to ask what happened to the boy, but Mayo turned her head to the door so I could not see her face. Your papa is coming, but I couldn't hear a thing. I looked at her and frowned. Listen, she said, and she took hold of my hands. Then I heard a thoughtful moan. Papa, 
was outside in the hallway, going to the toilet. Papa was not well at that time. That's why he came here, so he could rest his head. He never slept very much at night, and we had to be careful when we played with the toys. Sometimes they're out there, Maya whispered. You might see him again. She's smiling through her hair. When she said that, but I don't know why. A man was at the top hat, skipped back into the chimney, under the bed, and drumming stopped. Then the next morning, my family sat at the kitchen table. We never ate, ate in the dining room, because Mama couldn't get rid of the smell. She tried to find cheerful music on the radio, but it sounded all fuzzy, so she turned it off. Her mouth was very tight, so I knew she was angry and worried too. She gave up the radio and pointed to my bowl. Eat up, yucky, she said, then looked at the window. Rain smacked inside the glass, against the glass. Watching the water run down made me feel all cold inside. Papa said nothing. He just looked at the table next to his bowl. His eyes were red and his chin was bristling. When he kissed me that morning, I shouted out for him to stop. All night I'd been wrapped in soft black hair. His chin felt like it had been covered in pins. He wasn't looking any better, even though he didn't have to work anymore. Tetchy, Mama said. She was upset with him. Slowly, Papa lifted his head and looked at her. Eat, or it will go cold, Mama, I said. She'd fried the rice with eggs and the way that you liked, with some on the top that gets warm from the steam. Papa tried to smile, but he was too, just too tired. He looked at me and said, said Finish, he asked. My spoon chucked into an empty bowl. My, his eyelids flickered. I nodded. You can go down. I climbed down from my chair and ran into the hall. Sit still for a while, Mama cried out. Or you'll be sick. I sat down in the hall and took my shoes off and sneaked back to the kitchen door. And Mama closed behind me. My parents wanted to talk. First thing in the morning, they would talk to each other. But they would stay in different rooms the rest of the day. Papa sat mostly in a chair and stared at nothing. While Mama kept busy with washing and cooking and cleaning. One day she was crying in the kitchen by the cookbooks, which made me cry too. She stopped when she saw me. I said she was just being silly, but at night I often heard Mama shouting at Papa. When this happened, May always kept hold me tighter, held me tighter and put on a silky hair over my ears until I fell asleep. What is it? Tell me, Chucky. Chucky, I can't help if you can't if, can't help if you don't tell me. Mama said in the kitchen that morning, her voice was quiet, also sharp enough for me to hear for the door. Nothing. It can't be nothing. You haven't slept again. It's nothing. When the rain is... When is the rain... When it stops raining, I'll go out. A bowl hit the side of the sink. Mama then heard a voice... I had a voice full of tears. I can't stand this anymore. This isn't working. It's making you worse. Maya, please, I can't. I can't tell you why. Because you think I'll be I'm crazy. Crazy? You're making yourself crazy. You're making me crazy. This is a mistake. I knew it. Maybe the house. I don't know. A chair scraped across against the floor. Mama must have, must have sat down. Her voice said, went softer. I guess that, that she was holding his hand. Yaki, it was Mayo calling me. Staying at the top of the stairs, she waved at me to join her. Because I wanted to hear what Papa was saying, I smiled at her finger, put her finger against my lips. Mayo shook her head and her hair moved across her face to cover all the white bits. 
No, come and play, she said. I turned my head back to the kitchen because Papa was talking again. I saw something again. What? What did you see? His face, voice was all quaking. I, got, I have to go to the doctor again. I'm going crazy. What did you see? Mama's voice was high. I could tell she was trying to call, cry out again. I went to the toilet last night and it was there again. What, Tashi? What? Sitting on window still. I found myself, I was still dreaming. I stopped and closed my eyes. I made sure I was awake. Look at the bruise of my arm. I pinched myself. Then I opened my eyes and it was still there. I couldn't have pretended it wasn't. That was just a bad dream, I ignored it, but when I came into the bathroom, he was still sitting there watching me in the kitchen. They, they started, they stopped talking. They, all I could hear was the rain. Thousands of little drops hitting the wood and tiles, glass all around us. You are, you are dreaming, Papa, Mama said. After all, it's medicine, Chelsea, the side effects. No, I took it, I'm not, I stopped taking the medicine. What? What did, what, just for, for a while to see if they would go? They? Yaka, come, play, come, Maya whispered from behind me. She was coming down the stairs on silent feet. I don't know, my papa s- said. A little thing with long legs that hang over the window still. Your face, mama, I can't sleep after I saw its face. Yaki, look what I found in the cupboard, come and see, Maya said from behind me and reached out to f- take my hand. When I turned around to tell her to be quiet, I saw the dolly eyes were wet. So I went to the stairs with her. I couldn't stand to see Mayo cry. What's wrong, Mayo? Please don't be sad. She led me into an empty room. Upstairs and in the hall, we sat on a wooden floor. It was all there, in there. It's always cold. There's only one window. Water ran down the outside. I made the trees in the garden all blurry. Mayo's head was bowed. 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 Her hair fell over a white gown all the way down to her lap. She held her hands. Why are you crying, Mayo? Your papa. He's six, Mayo. We'll get it. We'll. He will get better. He told me. She shook her head, then lifted tears down the one wet eye. I could see through her hair. Your mum, papa, want to leave. I don't want you to go. Not ever. I don't never leave you, Mayo. She, now she was making me sad. I would taste the sea. At the back of my throat, she sniffed inside her hair. The rain was very loud on the roof. It sounded like the raining inside the room. You promise, she said. I studied. I promise. You're my best friend, Mayo. Your parents don't understand the toys. I know. You must. They want to play. Your papa would sleep and let them play. He finds out about me, the toys. Then he will take us away from us. Take you away from us. No, never. We hugged each other. Mayo told me she loved me and told me that the toys loved me. I kissed her silky hair against my lips. I felt her cold ear. So, downstairs I heard the kitchen door open and then close. Mayo took her arms away and curled her hair over my neck. Your mother wants you. Tears are still running down her white face. She was white because I heard the feet coming up the stairs. Mama said, cried out, called out, Yucky, I have to go, I said, Mayo, and stood up. I came back again. We can play. I can, I'll come back again. We'll play. I didn't, she didn't answer me. Her head was bowed, so I could not see her face. Yucky, what would you say if I told you you might be moving? 
Going back to the city, Mamma looked at me, smiling. She thought the news would make me happy, but I couldn't stop my face feeling all long and heavy. Mum was sitting on the floor next to me. A cold room, as she told, found me. Even though Mayho had hidden, I knew she was still listening. Wouldn't you like that, Mamma said, if you still see all your friends again? Go to the same school? She looked surprised that I was not smiling. What's wrong, Yaki? I don't want to, she found. You were upset. Well, we moved here, I know, but I like it now. You're alone. You need all your friends, my darling. Don't you want to play with Sashi and Hugo, Hugo again? I shook my head. I can play here. I like it. On your own in a big house with all the rain? Are you studying at me? No, I'm not. You, you get tired of this. You can't go outside and use a swing. I don't want to go outside. She looked at the floor. Her fingers are very white and thin, but they held her arms. Mamma stiffened back her tears before they came out. She put the back of one hand to my eyes. I heard a swallow. Come on out of here. It's dirty. I was going to say I like it in here, but I knew that she was angry if I said that. So I stayed quiet and followed her to the door. In the corner of the shadow I saw Maria's white face. She watched us leave around us in the attic, above us in the attic. Little feet suddenly went pattering. Mamma looked up and hurried me out of the room and closed the door. That night, after Papa finished my bedroom story, he kissed my forehead. We still haven't shaved. His lips felt spiky. He pulled the blankets up to my chin. Try and keep those on the bed. Try and keep those on the bed tonight, yucky. Every morning they are on the floor. They feel cold as ice. Yes, Papa. Maybe tomorrow the rain will stop. We can go and look at the river. I don't mind the rain, Papa. I like to play inside the house, frowning and looking down at my blankets. Papa thought about what I had said. Sometimes in our world, I was his little girls have bad dreams. Do you have bad dreams, Jackie? Is that why you kick sheets off? No. He smiled at me. That's good. Do you have bad dreams, Papa? No, he said. A look in his eyes said yes. Medicine makes it hard for me to sleep, that's all. I'm not scared. The house is very friendly. Why do you say that? Because it's just, it just wants to make friends. It's happy we're here. Papa laughed, but the rain, and all the mice here. Yaki, it's not much of a welcome. I smiled. There are no mice here, Papa. The toys don't like mice. They ate them all. Papa stopped laughing. His folk watched to laugh it. I watched a lump movement up, uh, up and down. You don't have to worry about them, Papa. They're my friends. Friends? His voice was very quiet. Toys? You seen them? His voice was so tiny. I could hardly hear him. I nodded and smiled to make him stop worrying. When all the children left, they stayed behind. Where? Where do you see them? Oh, usually. Oh, everywhere, but mostly at night. That's when they come out to play. They usually come out of the fireplace. I pointed to the dark place in the corner of my room. Papa stood up quickly and turned around to stare at the fireplace outside of my, win- outside my window. Rain stopped falling on the world uh, that had made it so soft and wet. The next morning, Papa found something inside the chimney in my room. He start- started to search in my bedroom with a broom hammer and torch po- poking around there, knocking all the soot down.
which clouded across the floor. Mamma wasn't happy. She saw the little parcel that dropped down the chimney. She went quiet. Look, Papa said. He held his arm at the, uh, with the package of the palm of his hand. He took it into the kitchen. I followed. Papa blew in it, and when it came clean, came, when it wiped it clean of ash with a paintbrush, which was under the kitchen sink. On the table, Mamma put a piece of newspaper under the parcel. I stood on a chair, and we looked at a bundle of dirty cloth. And Papa told Mamma to get little scissors from the sewing box. When Mamma came back with the scissors, Papa carefully cut it, cut into the dry wrapping. Then he peeled away with a tiny hand inside. Papa spread. Mamma spread her fingers over her mouth. Papa just sat back and looked at me. Didn't want to touch it. All round us we could hear the rain hitting the windows and rattling on the roof. It suddenly latched out and then ripped before. Then I knelt on the table. Mamma scolded me for getting too close. It could have germs. I thought it was chicken's foot cut with a yellow leg, like the ones I see in the windows of restaurants in the city. But it was five curly fingers with long nails. Before I could touch it, Mamma wrapped it into newspaper and stuffed it deep into the kitchen bin. But there were others in the empty room at the end of the hallway. Papa knocked through a parcel on the chimney and took it back down to the kitchen again. At first, my mother couldn't even look at the tiny shoe. Even before that, they found a bare bow foot inside. She stood by the window and watched the wet, watched the wet garden leafy branches moved out. Here in the heavy rain, like they were waving at the house. The shoes were a tiny pink, pinky silk, and my papa unbowed the little boat ribbons. He opened with a puff of dust, and he emptied the tiny foot onto the table. She, the rattle made sound made mamma look over her shoulder. Throw it away, Tetchy. I don't want it in the house, she said. Papa looked at me and raised his eyebrows. He went off looking for more. In the big parlour downstairs, he, while poking up inside the chimney, he found, told me the little parcel belonged to the ancestors. This is a very old house, and when it was built, the people set put a little charms in secret places, under the floors, in the cellars, and up again inside the chimney. Chimney to protect the house from bird spirits. But why are they so small? I asked Papa. What was why was it a baby's foot in a shoe? He never answered me and just kept poking around up inside the chimney with a broom handle. Papa was very clever, but I didn't think he knew the answers to the questions. These things we, he was fi- was fine had something to do with the toys, I'm sure. So I decided to ask Mayho. When I saw her later, she disappeared while I was eating breakfast and still hiding because Papa was going to every room and searching about. The next part we found was a thick, tiny white sack, tied up with string with brownish stains at the bottom. But right after Papa opened it and poured the hard black lumps in the kitchen table, he quickly wrapped them up in newspaper and put them inside the kitchen bin with a hand of the hand and foot. What are they? I asked. Just some old stones, I said. But they didn't look like stones. They were very light and black and reminded me of dried salt fish. Papa stopped after that and swept up the soot from the floorboards inside. While he did this, Mama stood on a chair in their bedroom to get the suitcases down from the wardrobe. I couldn't find Mayo anywhere. She never came out all day. I looked elsewhere, 
in all the secret places. I never found her, or say or saw any toys either. I whispered her name into all the tiny holes, but she never answered. But when I was checking inside the attic, I heard Mama and Papa talk, talk, talking underneath the loft hatch. A heart, Papa whispered to my Mama. A tiny heart was all I heard before they moved away and went downstairs. The night when M- Mario claimed in bed to me, she held me tighter than ever. Before she wrapped me in the silky hair, so I could hardly move. It was so dark inside her hair, I couldn't see anything. I told her to let me go. I couldn't breathe. She was in a strange, talky mood. And she just squeezed me with her cold hands until I felt sleepy. Outside the rain stopped. The house started to creak like the old ship that we went on one summer. Eventually, Mayo spoke. She said that she had missed me. In a yawning, yawning voice, I asked her about the shoe and the foot and the little bag and the lumps inside a papa found in the chimneys. They belonged to the toys, Mayo said. Now, papa shouldn't have taken them away. Things that belong to the toys, it's a mistake. It was wrong. But they are old and dirty and nasty, I told her. No, she said, they belong to the toys. They put them up there a long time ago. They shouldn't have been removed by parents. They have they happy memories of toys now sleep yucky sleep i didn't i couldn't understand this why i was thinking about it mayo said i started to fall asleep it's warm inside all that hair and she sang a little song in my ear and rubbed my cold nose against my cheek like a puppy dog outside my bedroom in the hallway i heard the toys gathering more toys than ever before they came out to play all at the same time all in the same place it never happened before it must have been a special occasion like a parade but they had a parade when Mayo's parents left. Toys, you can hear the toys. I whispered into dark fur around my face, and I dropped further into the deep hole of sleepness. Mayo d- didn't answer me, so I just listened to the toys moving from the dark. Little feet scurried, pinky tails whisked on wood, t- bells jingled and hats, and from the curly toes to the tiny feet, tip-tap, tippity-tap, went the wooden sticks of the old apes. Twink, 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 went the lady with the credit knitting. Ladle legs, clanky, clank. <coughs> <coughs> Sounded the hooves of the black horsey. With the yellow eyes, tinksy, 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 went the symbol of the dolly. With the sharp fingers, dum, 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 went the drum. And on, on they marched for the house, down and down and down the hall. Shouting woke me up. Through my sleep and all the dark softness around my body, I heard a loud voice. I thought it was Papa, but when my eyes opened, the house was silent. I tried to sit up, but I couldn't move my arms on my feet. Rolling from side to side, I made enough space in Mayo's hair. It was everywhere and all around me. Mayo, Mayo. I said, wake up, Mayo. She, but she just held me tighter with her arm, her thin arms, blowing the hair out of my, of my mouth. I tried to move her hands so I could take... The long strands from out of my eyes, but I couldn't see anything. Mayo wouldn't let me, wouldn't help me either. It took me a long time to unwind the silky ropes around my neck and off my face and to shake them from my arms and then from between my te- fingers and my teeth where they tugged and pulled. In the end, I had to flop into my tummy and wiggle backwards through the funnel of her black hair. She was fast asleep and very still. I c- couldn't, wouldn't wake her up when I shook her. 
I could only sit up properly when I reached the bottom of the bed. All the sheets and blankets were on the floor again. I climbed off the bed and ran into the hall, that little hall. I could see the cold floorboards and only could hear the patter of my bare feet on the wood as I moved down to Mum and Papa's room. The door was at to the room was open. Maybe Papa was having a bad dream. Was awake, so it stood as, uh, so I stood outside and looked in. It's a dark, it was very dark inside their room, but something was moving and screwed my eyes and stared at where the thin air moving around the curtains had fallen, and I saw that the whole bed was moving. Mama, I said. It looked like Mama and Papa were trying to sit up, but couldn't, and all the sheets around them were rustling. Someone was making a, someone was making a moaning sound, but I couldn't, it didn't sound like Mama or Papa. It sounded like someone was trying to speak with their mouth full. There was another sound coming from the bed too, the mic getting louder. As I stood there, a wet sound, like lots of busy people eating noodles in a do- Tokyo diner. The door closed and I turned around to look behind me. I saw I knew Mayo was there before I even saw her. Mayo looked at took me looked at me for her hair. The toys are only playing, she said. She took my hand and led me back to our, our bed. I climbed in after her and she wrapped me up in all that hair. Together we listened to the sounds of all the toys, putting things in secret places behind the walls, where they, where they, where they belonged.